Right at the beginning of Galatians, Paul sets out his testimony as evidence of the truth of the gospel of Jesus, and it's the same with us as disciples. The gospel of Jesus is true, and our testimony of life is part of the evidence which illustrates that it's true. As Jesus says in Matthew 6, by their fruit you will recognise them. In this Playmakers podcast series, we talk about the message of Galatians with real people and think about how this gospel of Jesus has transformed, underpinned and built the lives of men and women of God. These are not the testimonies of people from far away, but people who sit next to us at CCBS on Sundays and in small groups. Real people who show that Jesus is Lord in their daily lives. In this episode, we ask the question, how powerful is kindness in both the life of a Christian and the people we meet? Kindness is often undervalued as a fruit of the Spirit, so we thought we would talk to two of the kindest people we know, because it's so clear to everyone around them how the kindness they show blesses the people around them. Anne and Jenny were great, and we hope you enjoy listening to them as much as we enjoyed talking to them. Hello and welcome to the Playmakers Galatians podcast. In the studio today, we've got two new guests. So welcome. Could you please introduce yourselves? Hello, my name's Jenny Butler. I've been at the community church since 1997. Um, And I'm sitting amongst some really good friends here. Oh, it's great to have you. That's and, so kind and, of you to say so as well. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm pleased that you're you're being kind already. But let's not give too much away just yet. And we also have another guest. Welcome. Hello, my name's Anne Barfoot, and uh, I've come along to the community church, and I've been coming since about 1984. I should think it must have been okay. almost when it first started. Yeah. Okay. And tell us something interesting about yourself. They are both currently looking at the ceiling as if there is nothing interesting. Do you want us to tell you something interesting about you? Go on then. Okay, uh, you're married to John and you're married to Colin and you've both put up with them for years and years. <laughs> and if ever there was a sign of kindness, because I know these lovely gentlemen, you guys have got it. Matt. Yeah, it's great to have you. So thank yeah. you so much for joining us. Nicely linked in there, Nigel, because we're going to introduce today's topic. The question itself is, how powerful is kindness in both the life of a Christian and the people that we meet. And I think before we start answering that big question, maybe we should try and define what we mean by kindness. So what comes to mind when you think of the word kindness? See, I had to prepare for this just to make sure. One of the the definitions, I thought this is a great one, comes so simply from my mouth. A gracious disposition in character and attitude that puts others first. And I thought, you know what, I like that. I've never thought of it like that, but actually, yeah, I like that. Mm, okay, fine. What, what do you think, Anne? I think what comes to my mind is having time for someone who needs time. I think, uh, again, when, when I think about kindness, I don't always think of it as a a positive thing. And what I mean by that is that sometimes, especially out there in the world, I don't think kindness is always seen as a strength. Sometimes it can be seen as a bit of a weakness. So like if you're maybe uh, like super kind and super nice, you're kind of pushed to the side or you maybe get walked all over. However, my mind certainly changed ever since becoming a Christian. Again, what do you think, Nigel? I agree. I mean, the thing is, if somebody's kind, generally speaking, they're seen as an easy target. But the people who I've known in my life who have been kindest have had a huge effect on me. Hmm. 
I mean, maybe put something in the background from Galatians, because we're talking about Galatians in general. Kindness is actually only mentioned once in the entirety of Galatians. Mm. And it's as a part of the fruit of the Spirit, where it says in Galatians 5, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. And I think that's a fascinating thing, that kindness is so powerful that there is no law against it. And kindness in the rest of the Bible is more or less talked about with the kindness of God towards his children mm. and towards mm. the world. So it's the action that Jesus is sent by God that is an act of kindness. Mm. Yeah. The biggest kindness. Mm. Oh, yeah. In the history of Mahusi. the universe. <laughs> yeah, okay. Pretty big. <laughs> but it is countercultural. Okay. What do you mean? In so far as, a bit like you guys have just said, that it can be seen as a sign of weakness. Or people can think, well, why are you doing that? What, what, you know, what's in it for you? Um, who are you? Because mm. a lot of what's going on today is it's all about me. Mm. Um, and it's not about you. And mm. if someone's got to win, I've got to win. Mm. So perhaps a question to ask, okay, just to get us into this. The reason we've invited you two along is that you are two of the kindest people we know. Agreed. <laughs> that is why we decided to invite you along. You're not here for your speaking. You're not here for all of that stuff. You're here because, frankly, you're amazing and you're kind. Now, one of the questions that came into my head as I was thinking this through is who are the heroes of kindness that I have who I've had during my Christian walk? And there are lots of people that came to mind. Jenny, you did actually come to mind with Colin because you were so kind to me the last few years and the few years before that. But the one who really came to my mind was a guy called John Jury. And he was an elder in the church I grew up in. And when Sophie and I first got married, we had nothing other than each other. And <laughs> one day I parked on a single yellow line to go and do something and I got a ticket. And John paid it for us. Oh. And he didn't have to. And then he gave us money to buy a carpet. And John just spent his whole life. He was a single man. He lived with his parents. He died in his 70s. He lived with his parents all of his life. But he spent his whole life being kind to people. And I can name for you six, seven, eight people off the top of my head who are Christians because of his kindness. Mm, wow. Do you have any heroes of kindness, heroes who have been kind to you? Well, for myself, going back many years, when I started going to Sunday school at a youngish age, there were a couple of sisters, and the two Miss Luckists they were, and they showed kindness by helping in Sunday school, but they would do things like they'd take a bunch of children to the planetarium or to Madame Tussauds and places where actually it was really quite expensive to go to. And it's not something that I don't think my parents would have taken me to. And they would bake cakes, and they would buy us ice cream. <laughs> and that was just so kind. And then of more recent years, I think Audrey T, who was uh, the instigation in setting up this church, she and her husband, Alec, along with one or two others, always showed kindness so many times, so many weeks, had people back after church, visitors, families to a house to give them a meal and just always had such a servant heart and just showed kindness to people. Wow. 
Yeah. I'm going to show my mother-in-law up now, Anne. <laughs> so again, Anne and John were particularly kind to me when I became a Christian and, and came to this church. I actually knew Anne and John before I knew my now wife, their daughter. And again, just just being able to go round and just be myself and feel like I was at home, at somebody else's home, was fantastic for me, especially early on in, you know, when I was dating their daughter. <laughs> and the fact that they've helped, they've really helped us when we've been going through the adoption process with, with our children uh, as well. It is just inspirational. And it's why when we were talking about this particular subject, why I suggested my mother-in-law, Anne. So there you go. Blush away. There's no cameras here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what, what about you, Jenny? Uh, I was thinking about that. And in some ways you could say there are a lot of people. Oh, we can all say that. And particularly if you're thinking recently, but going back... Uh, I've got a couple of friends who were at school where I, in fact, one was in my class and uh, one's a bit younger than us, but I've got several friends, girlfriends, who I'm still in contact with who've been enormously kind to me and to Colin in some ways, particularly through some of the episodes of our life. Uh, they know who Jesus is, which is the most wonderful thing you can know. Mm. And uh, we're still linked with them. And um, their heart for us and, and for me has been unwavering. And their thoughtfulness, I know we're talking about kindness, but the whole thing's wrapped up in just even words of encouragement during times when you thought, and I thought, actually, that's the kindness of God to bring us some, in sometimes, yeah, some comfort. So, you know, Linda and Lindsay and Hazel and Jan, they're never going to hear this probably, but they're absolute well heroines yeah. and we've got other people of course but I think long term those girls are really yeah. and they're still here one's very very desperately ill and God's kept her and she said it should be terminal but I'm still here and we're just mm. saying God that is kindness yeah yeah I mean you you said a phrase there Jenny you said the kindness of God yeah. um where or, or when have you experienced the kindness of God yourselves well, in those situations of our life as we've been married, if you want to think about them more recently uh, with our family here, I suppose we could all say too numerous to mention, but the small things that people have done for us, that someone has, uh, even tomorrow, has said, look, we're going out, we'd like to take you out, we'll come and get you. In, uh, to me, that is kindness. Colin's can't walk very well at the moment and all that stuff but it's very simple things as much as I mean we've got some uh, quite amazing things that God's taken us through with his mm. kindness and other people's but there are so many meals cooked people coming round, people dropping things off people phoning us up people saying we'll lend you our car I mean it's demonstrated in everyday situations mm. that you just think again I've seen people say well you know why why have people done that mm. well it's it's a game changer yeah isn't it amazing how effective kindness is when it's a surprise yeah. i find people are sometimes taken aback by by kindness i'll give you an example we we went to a cafe recently uh, with a group of friends of ours and they hadn't brought their payment card or whatever. And we just said, oh, we'll, we'll get you breakfast. And then a couple of days later, they, they saw us again. They said, oh, I must pay you back. And I said, no, you're not. 
<laughs> no, 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 you flipping well won't. Thank you very much. I did that because I wanted to do that. And it's strange. It's like people seem a bit shocked by the smallest amount of kindness sometimes. Mm. Mm. Now, I'm not trying to paint myself out as some generous uh, meal buyer, coffee buyer or anything like that. But when you can help, I think that's when God presents the, those opportunities to show a bit of his heart, to show a bit of kindness to people just who need it. It isn't just financial, though, is it? It's time as well, like you said, giving people time. What about you, Anne? How about the kindness of God in your life? Well, uh, one thing comes to mind, uh, and this was a big thing. This was a, a big financial thing, really, although we didn't ever have to use it. But when the earlier days of the church, and we, ha- we only had two children then, they were young, and John stopped working in London because he wanted to work locally, and he started doing building work. And there were a couple in the church and they said, uh, and so we were a bit worried because our mortgage was high and all this sort of thing. And they said to us, do you know how much you need to earn each month um, you know, to sort of make ends meet? And we said, yes. Uh, John said, yes, I, I know. I've worked that out. And they said, well, any month you don't meet that, we will make it up to you. Wow. I mean... If that isn't kindness, I don't know what is. Fortunately, we didn't ever have to ask them, but we knew that that was there. Mm. See, I think there's there's more than money, because, I mean, we can talk about kindness and we can talk about provision, and provision is really important Mm. for me and Sophie as well, but I'm far more intense than my wife. My wife is kind of a happy-go-lucky, relaxed woman, whereas I tend to boil things a lot in my head. Coming here three and a half years ago feeling a little bit hurt and bruised there were people in the church who were just kind because they were friends Mm. and one of the things I found over my life as a Christian and also in opportunities I've been blessed with to minister is no matter where I go in the world or in any place when someone is full of the spirit of God there's a connection and you just get on and I mean, I know some really, I mean, I, I have friends who are so different to me because, I mean, I'm a, you know, a bit of an old socialist, really, and I hang around with people in Bishop Storford. What's all that about? <laughs> but it's kind of, that doesn't matter because under God, with God, there is a connection that kind of transcends that. Do you find it easy to be kind to others? I mean, we're, we're putting this uh, quite a bit of responsibility on, on, on our two guests <laughs> by what we've announced uh, at the beginning of the podcast. But uh, again, do, do you find it easy to be kind? Or When you asked me to come and uh, just sit with you, two very interesting characters, not knowing Anne would be here. Uh, thank you, Anne, for being here. It's nice to have a, <laughs> nice to have a bit of sanity. Um, when You're you welcome. asked me, I thought kindness and I thought I have to say that it wouldn't be a word I would have particularly used. I understand all that we're saying here and I can see it in scripture. And it is a spiritual attribute, all right. I mean, there are times when there is kindness and perhaps you thought, hmm, this wasn't my best day, but God, you're saying something here. But I think kindness is something that comes to people, may I beg to suggest, it can be quite natural as you've both described about people that you've seen, uh, we've had this Love Stortford thing now for a while, and I'm just, and we've already said this, bowled over by people who see us pay for their shopping or whatever it is, and they're like, what are you about? So I think in some ways, that's the countercultural bit. Kindness to me, 
I hope this doesn't sound trite. It's just something I do. I don't actually think I'm being kind. Mm -hmm. After all, I see Nigel and uh, I tell him how wonderful he is. And he's, uh, he's comes around and has lunch with us and mm -hmm. that's not being kind. But to be serious, I think being kind is something that God's just put in our heart for people mm -hmm. because he loved us first. I, sorry to do your theology out, Nigel, but... He was the one that loved us first, gave yeah. that loving kindness to us. And because the Holy Spirit's in us, it's like you just see people with a, a different pair of eyes. Mm -hmm. Do, has that come over time? I don't think it has. Mm. I think it has grown. Our time came when we were your age and had people sitting on our doorstep after church and all that stuff, which I'm sure all you guys have done. I won't go into all that, but it's just something that God put in our hearts I guess mm. Mm. What, what about you Anne have, have you have you had a, a a growth of kindness or I mean would you agree with Jenny and say it's just something that you are yeah well it it's part of the fruit of the spirit I suppose isn't it and it's something you don't see it grow it kind of happens gradually i'm sure you know uh, as fruit grows so kindness grows along with love joy peace patience and all the other fruits of the spirit um and sometimes it's easy to be kind and sometimes you have to make yourself be kind mm. because it might be somebody who is not annoying but is not a character that you particularly want to be kind to <laughs> I have to say that obviously when you're as mature as a Christian as I am, you'll find <laughs> everyone really easy to get on with. But <laughs> Sorry, that was a joke. I find there are people who are just really hard to like and none of them are in this room and hopefully you don't feel that way about me, although I can't answer for Matt. First of all, are there people who you found it hard to like and be kind to and how have you done it? because I bet you haven't been unkind to them. No one person particularly comes to mind. But when someone is, say somebody maybe, maybe you don't know or you don't know very well, and they are doing something which, you, which is just horrible or they've been unkind, they've done something. And you ha I have to stop and think to myself, now, what sort of background does that person come from? What sort of upbringing has that person had? Why are they like that? Why have they done that? And I have to think about that and think, well, do you know what? Just maybe they've had something really bad in their life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so, that, so that empathy, that sense of seeing it from their perspective. Isn't yes, it? yes. Or just thinking, why do they do that? Why, why would they be so unkind? And then looking for, and sometimes you find out that actually they've had a past that's been bad or they've had a bad upbringing and something awful has happened to them or whatever. And then you think, well, actually, I can understand that. I can understand why they don't like adults or I can understand why they, you know. Mm. What about you, Jenny? We've had some, I say we in the context of when we were perhaps uh, having more involvement in the general care of our family here we've had some as I'm sure most people have like Anne's saying we've had some very challenging people to love and to be kind to particularly when they've been very unkind to us and to others as Anne says and I think it's just been the grace of God 
that's enabled us to love them and have all sorts of things happen and all sorts of things brought back at you and this is not a oh my goodness how amazing because it, it had to be the grace of God for some of the things that happened and and it's inconvenient I think that's one of the things it can be very inconvenient and we had some experience of that but on a less general note because it encapsulated a number of dear people that some are here and some didn't stay that uh, it's a decision I think mm. it can be inconvenient it can be a game changer like I think we've all said whether I actually feel that at the time I would not be telling the truth mm. but I can think of something that happened recently where we were able to be kind uh, and they came back later and said we both got in the car and said did we hear that was that actually true did they actually mean what they said and we thought that was the gift of God to them through us mm. so kindness covers a huge spectrum doesn't it yeah I mean from my own experience I, I, again I've just been thinking about a time where where I found it hard to be kind and that was when we were going through the adoption process with her with our first daughter and the birth mother really wanted to meet with my wife and I and I'd read all these documents about how awful this person was and how neglectful they would be and I to be honest I was a bit frightened of going to meet what had been painted as this monster and yet we came to the decision that actually it was much more for the benefit of our daughter so that we could say in the future what had happened and also a little bit of, of benefit for this girl who had had their child removed from them and again so my heart was racing as we waited for her to come into the meeting room and, and when we when we met this this girl and and you know she she wasn't a girl she was an adult but she was frightened and she she was scared and she was terrified that we were going to judge her and be mean to her and rude to her and we'd thought exactly the same thing but just by coming together and sharing a kind word and kind memories like even even talking about our daughter's favorite food and asking questions and spending a good half hour with this girl her demeanor completely changed she went from seeming to be stroppy and upset to almost glad that that we were our daughter's parents but that was that was hard that was a really really difficult hurdle to get over um and again i i, I do just hope she was blessed by that meeting because I, I often find that when i'm kind it's not just the person that i'm being kind to who is blessed but i am also blessed from that it's not the reason why i do it it's not the motive but it is it's kind of a bit of a win-win really in that regard the whole thing about being intentionally kind is important and it, it's it's something that is the big things like what Matt has just talked about the big things and the little things I, I had the singular joy of watching the women's Euros final very recently but I was standing in a Welsh pub uh, surrounded by German a Welsh pub surrounded by German tourists and I bought a pint for a couple of them and they were blown away and just those things there's almost it works the same with the prophetic it works the same I think with everything whenever God does something when God intercedes whether it's through kindness or gifts or prophecy or encouragement 
people are brought up short because it's so unexpected. And it's not just the countercultural thing, it's the unexpected nature of it. And we kind of, I think, come to expect being kind sometimes, maybe. Mm. Hmm? Jenny? Can I just... This is a little over the top, but I, I think it, it's probably good to say, I think, absolutely agree with you. Anne will know this. I, I don't know whether Matt was here, but about 100 years ago, we went with Rev to South Africa when Reese and Sarah Scott were running Rev because mm -hmm. our girls were in there and they went. And we went with about 25 teenagers here and went to South Africa with them. And um, we went there. And what we were doing was a lot of work uh, within the, all the church's context. And we went to a township where we were digging toilets. And uh, it was very hot. They had no tools and all the rest of it. And people who were in the township came to see what was going on. And it was the Christians in the township, of course, that got, because you wouldn't dream of going in without them or you wouldn't come out. Um, but people became very hostile about what we were doing because we were white. And they got very upset with me because I was the older woman I think Liz was there Liz Purdy because Liz and Colin came with us uh, they got very upset about what she doing here and why is she down the hole digging with a pickaxe and all the rest of it because from their own situation they hadn't seen kindness presumably or they had believed that that sort of kindness never happened and it certainly didn't happen from a band of white people because it was very much that culture to black people and we went to several other places and the Afrikaans people felt the same about us. Now, we don't want to get into all the politics, but it was the fact that bringing the love of God and serving and being kind was something that they just couldn't handle. And it took quite a lot of the, the people that were there to explain to them that it was, it was the love that God had given us that we wanted to share by serving uh, and by bringing something to them. It was a very special experience because it's not something any of us had had. The, the teenagers were like, oh, I don't know what that's all about. But of course, it had a much bigger impact because, mm. of course, in that time, that was when Desmond Tutu and all the rest of them stopped that country from bringing a bloodbath. And we actually, a long, long time after, but you could see it resonate that this kindness was like, no. We, we can't but we just believed and obviously the people did that seeds would be sown yeah. they would see something different I think I agree with you and I think when you meet people you might meet someone for a very short time somebody might come across your path for just a short time what they remember is the kindness uh, so it, whether they've got a problem or whether you're just helping someone uh, through a difficult time or whether it's uh, being a friend they remember the kindness that's the thing that sticks in their minds, I think. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, so it's funny you say that. I gave a, a lift home to one of Esther's friends from like a, a night out a month or so ago. And I, I didn't really know this lady. But what I did know was that she was extremely kind. And I felt God, on that journey home, I felt God say, you need to tell this lady that that's who she is. I, I, I plucked up the courage and I said, you, you do realise you you are extremely kind and she was she couldn't believe it she was like you barely know me and yeah i had all these examples she's not a christian mm. but she's kind there's something of of god in that i mean it's, it's made kindness has made a massive difference on, on my life but where have you guys seen kindness make a difference in the lives of others one thing comes to mind is that 
when you give people time and kindness, they will always come back to you. So I'm just taking an example. I've, I've got a friend and some time ago she was had problems in the family and she doesn't live very far away. And I don't see her for years, but every time something goes wrong, she comes and she'll ask me to pray and she'll tell me the problem and we'll meet up and see how it's going and I'll sort of walk her, walk with her through it. And she knows that she could always come back. And even though we don't see one another for ages, it's just showing, it's showing kindness, really. It's showing the kind, she knows that I'm not going to judge her for what's going on in her family. Thank you, Anne, because that's uh, taught me something. Because I've often been, over my lifetime, I've often been frustrated by the fact that most of the friends I've made over my life, I only ever see when things go wrong in their lives. And that's why. I think you're right. I think when people find kindness, they come back to it and there's a safety in that. And I think that's why people want to come back to God. Mm. I suppose the one that um, it is a specific one, it was someone of someone who was here when we were doing other things. And this person had a lot of difficulty, a lot of difficulty and uh, became quite unwell. And we spent a lot of time with this person, and so did a lot of other people here. It wasn't just us. And in many ways, we found out that this person had got a lot of people trying to help her. Um, and it worked. She was a believer, and she came out of it. We had quite a difficult time, and I mean, like, Lord, we're praying during the night. What on earth are we going to do, or what are you going to do? The end of the story was we weren't very well, probably the next year, which was very unusual for us and this person got wind of the fact that we weren't well and we were so unwell we were actually in bed never been heard of since nor before but this was the person that phoned up and said I want to help you I want to cook for you I want to come around etc etc and they really put themselves out not to never in a way to repay us but to just show that Actually, she'd got something of God's heart that brought her through a very, very difficult thing. We thought she might have to be sectioned, um, and she wasn't. And then she came back later and just said, I want to do this for you. And it, mm. it was mind-blowing. And I have to say, which I will say, I'm really good at giving. I'm not all that good at receiving. <laughs> and God's had to teach me a lot about that. That brings up a point, actually. What about being kind to yourself because there's something that's been quite fashionable this year. We haven't got any questions about this. This has mm. just come up. There's something mm. that's been quite fashionable recently. There's mental health stuff it's very fashionable in. How easy do you find it to receive the kindness of others? And why do you think you don't find it that easy? <laughs> I think very possibly because there's an element of trust. And in fact, I've been thinking about this quite a lot recently. The people that are around me, I... I trust implicitly and therefore my circle if you like is quite small I think that's something that I suppose I've felt more comfortable with and I think all of us doesn't matter who you are where you are there are certain people that you go to or certain people that are looking out for you and those people tend to come back come around and it would be wrong to say that we haven't got a close relationship because we have and so there is an element of that. I think there are times when in some situations people will say, hi, how are you? And you'll think, 
if I really told you how I was at the moment, I don't think that would be helpful because perhaps knowing they've got a lot going on with themselves. Mm. Now, whether you're judging somebody else's situation, I'm not entirely sure. I could only say that a little bit of experience has taught me that there are some people that would be happy to hear how I really was and there are others that perhaps wouldn't and so you just need a bit of discernment and just say well Lord you'll just lead me to the people that I know I can talk to and actually those people know where I am anyway Mm. Nigel I think when it comes to being kind to yourself we have to sometimes realize that God uses people around us to answer prayer so again sometimes if I'll be praying for something that that me and my family need it may not just be this miracle from the sky mm. but actually god will send people and it's normally the people you least expect mm. to rally around you and he uses them as the answer he uses other people to answer prayer mm. it's amazing the amount of times that that, that has happened it, it hasn't been the answer to prayer that i've expected but it was the answer to prayer that i got and it was so needed at the time receiving kindness or receiving things it's a strange one isn't it because uh, and it's just so lovely when you don't expect it or you least expect it and I am just blown away by it but it's not something that I particularly look for or I wouldn't think I wouldn't think to myself oh they should have been kind to me <laughs> <laughs> you know, or they they should have shown kindness or something. But I'm just absolutely blown away when it is shown. Yeah, it's lovely. I think there's a... I'm going to grope for a point here because I think there's something important to be said. Sometimes we look at things like kindness in ourselves as an act of superiority and it's an act of we're able to be kind to others. And then when people who we don't expect to be kind to us people who might actually we might look down at in some manner which is very easy for us to do if we are white middle class people sometimes that can be something that can happen sometimes it's a bit of a shock to receive kindness from unexpected places maybe that's the way to put it Mm. and I think the discipline of accepting it on face value is something that's really valuable because it's not just an act of kindness to give to others. It's actually an act of kindness to receive from others. I mean, Jesus, when his feet are anointed, he didn't have to have that. That didn't make him king. And yet that's what he had. And I find that absolutely fascinating. Um, I think we need to start thinking about wrapping up Mm. i just want to share one of the things that's really interesting i'm very interested in the idea of the vine and the fruit and all the rest of it one thing we have to remember is that the fruit of the spirit kindness in particular can seem to be very fluffy and it can seem to be a nice ideal but the reality is that the fruit of the spirit is the result of maturity it's the result of having our roots deep in God and if our roots are deep in God then all of the fruit of the spirit come through and that's kindness too kindness is a sign of maturity as well as love kindness is an aspect of love and kindness often I think is undervalued but if we skip forward to Galatians 5 6 it says the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love kindness is an expression of love and it is a huge benefit and a huge blessing to people 
and uh, I just want to thank you for coming and sharing time with us I just want to thank you for sharing just for what you do and for who you are I know that the people around you are blessed just because you're you and you're you because your roots are deep in Jesus and your roots are deep in Jesus because you've spent time doing it so thank you guys for coming and Matt's going to tie up yeah so yeah let's look back at the original question how powerful is kindness in both the life of a Christian and the people we meet well from what you've said pretty powerful (laughs) and it makes a huge difference in people's lives anything else that you want to add to to answer that there's a verse in the bible isn't there always try to be kind to each other I can't remember where it comes from. <laughs> the Bible. It comes from the Bible. <laughs> the New Testament. <laughs> There's just one other thing that I, I read. Um, living out of kindness is putting feet on your faith. Wow. Some, like some wise words. But, well, thank you so much for joining us. We, we really appreciate you spending time with us, uh, delivering wise words to us. We're, we're really blessed by that. Thank you, Anne and Jenny. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. In the next episode of the Playmakers podcast, we're going to talk about the fruit of the spirit. We're going to ask the question, how do you care for your root to produce the best fruit? We hope to see you then.